Hey, what's up? This is Bo from Sports Shenanigans. If you like this show, you might like another podcast I host with Hunter George called The Hunter and Bo Show. It's kind of like The Tonight Show meets Weekend Update. We talk pop culture, current events, and welcome guests like musicians, business leaders, comedians, pretty much anybody who is in a position of influence. You can check out The Hunter and Bo Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook at The Hunter and Bo Show and Instagram at Hunter Bo Show. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Sports Shenanigans, Mullet in Houston. I'm tired. That's why there's not a lot of energy in this place. <laughs> um, it, we are currently recording on Thursday night as the Cowboys and the Bears play. This will probably come out uh, in a few days because I work a lot. Um, but we're going to recap week 13. We're starting with Thanksgiving Day. We kind of already gave it to you if you listened to the last episode. But the Bears beat the Lions 24-20 to in a game that could not have mattered less in the grand scheme of everything. The Bills beat the Cowboys 26-15 to in a game that does matter in the grand scheme of things. Yes, the it does. Beat the Falcons 26-18. to The Titans beat the Colts 31-17, to essentially eliminating the Colts from the playoffs. The 49ers lost to the Ravens 20-17 to and maybe the game of the week. Oh, yeah. The Bengals won 22-6 to against the Jets, which I guess we're not going to have – any winless teams because the Jets can't make up their mind of whether they're bad or they're good. Um, the Steelers beat the Browns in the rematch, 20-13. to The Dolphins beat the Eagles, 37-31, because the Eagles have decided that they're a terrible team. Uh, the Redskins beat the Panthers somehow, 29-21. to The Packers beat the Giants, 31-13. to The Buccaneers beat the Jaguars, 28 to 11. The Rams beat the Cardinals 34 to 7 in a boring game. The Raiders beat or the Raiders lost to the Chiefs 40 to 9 in another boring game. The only sad thing about that was that both of those games were on at the same time. Uh, Broncos beat the Chargers 23 to 20 in the most Charger way possible. The Texans beat the Patriots 28 to 22 because. The only time the Patriots will lose is if I kind of want them to win so that they can beat the Texans so that the Colts still have a chance. The Seahawks beat the Vikings 37-30 to on Monday night. And uh, that is going to wrap up as far as scores go. Now, let's look at some of the storylines over here. So, uh, we're starting the Seahawks-Vikings game. The, there was one play in particular that stood out. In the first half, Minnesota had an interesting interception. Did you see this, Casey? I do not believe I did. So, what had happened was, Russell yeah. Wilson threw the ball. Mm-hmm. The defensive lineman had his hands up and batted it. It went huh. back towards Russell Wilson. He went to I hit it into the ground. Yes. But because he is short... He hit it up in the air right to a Vikings defender who intercepted it on the run and ran it in for the touchdown. Well, that's not according to plan. But it didn't even matter because the Vikings blew it. Um, they were in it late. Uh, they did have some things happen. One thing was Adam Thielen didn't play. Another thing was that Dalvin Cook left the game with a shoulder injury. Yes, he did. But, uh, is it Alexander Matterson? Is yeah. That? He didn't play bad. I mean, 
I don't know if he ran the ball at all, but he had like four or five catches for 40, 50 yards, I think. So he did fine. So it wasn't necessarily they didn't they lost because they lost Dalvin. Yeah, I mean it doesn't. It doesn't help. help, but I mean the backup didn't cause them to lose. And these are two teams. I mean, regardless of, I mean, it's kind of like the 49ers and the Ravens game. Like one of them's going to win, one of them's going to lose, but they're still good teams. Oh yeah. And it was in Seattle, so there's another factor. Mm, the 12th man. Yeah. So, moving over, let's go to the Colts and the Titans game, where yeah. essentially the Colts season is now over, given that the Texans also beat the Patriots. Um, the Colts are now two games behind the Texans. Um, Chester Rogers left the game pretty early. Turns out he's going on IR with a knee injury. So our list of receivers are Zach Pascal. And Zach Pascal. So um, then our tight ends are Jack Doyle. And that's it. And that's it. And our running backs are... And that's it. So um, <laughs> I actually couldn't think of it. So the Colts are struggling. Lots of injuries. Many, many, many. I think everybody has been hurt this year, except maybe an offensive lineman. Which is nice to hear. Well, I mean, it's odd. Usually yes. the offensive linemen are the ones that get hurt. <laughs> yes, it is. So... T.Y. Hilton wasn't in the game already. Yeah. Paris Campbell wasn't in the game already. Devin Funches is on been on IR since the first quarter of the first game of the season. Correct. Eric Ebron just went on IR. Marlon Mack wasn't playing. Now, you could have played Williams, but apparently we decided not to. He wasn't hurt. He just didn't Co- play. Coming off of 200-yard games, we decided to go with these other two backs that never do anything. Yeah. And they proceeded to not do anything. Yeah. Um, Jacoby Brissett looked very bad. I don't know if he's hurt still, if that's lingering, if that's affecting him, but he looked bad. I'm ready to risk it on a rookie because Brissett's (laughs) not the answer. The past four weeks, he has been awful. He, He has. The interceptions he threw against the Titans, he was over, he overthrew the receivers by like 10 yards. There was it was not very pretty at all. No. Uh Vinatieri I saw, one did, for four. Did you see the news on Vinatieri? Yes, I'm getting to it. Okay. He went he went one for four in this game. Two of the kicks were blocked, the one was returned for a touchdown, and that was essentially the tide turner that wrapped up the game for the tight end. Yeah. Um so not a great game for Vinatieri. Now he also the Colts have also brought in another kicker. I think he was on the 49ers earlier in the year. I think so. Um, because Vinatieri apparently has a knee injury, and, and depending on MRI, MRI results, could be done for the season. Which probably means done for his career. Which is not good. Mm. Not the way he should he have to go. Yeah. yeah. But I also don't think I want him back next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's catch 22. <laughs> I was talking about this earlier with a coworker. It was like, man, I don't want to see him not, you know, go out on injury, but I also wouldn't like to see him come back next year after this year. Unless he figures something out in the offseason. Um, Very uh, true. T.Y. Hilton named one of the eight finalists for the 2019 Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. Probably have a stronger chance if he could demonstrate that sportsmanship in all 16 games, but... Yeah. <laughs> instead true. of four. Um, 
Chad Kelly, the backup quarterback, is facing multiple lawsuits following two incidents in Denver on uh, in October of 2018, where he uh, it was something with Von Miller's videographer that he oh act. Wow. Um, so yeah, just Where, a lot of quotes are in the news. Yeah. So I mean, the te- the Texans could still pull it out, but mainly it's just a depressing story about the Colts. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Let's so in the Texans and Patriots game, this was largely a Texans game until the Patriots made an effort late. Um, which was great because I needed someone to lose in fantasy, and they were playing James White, who had about eight points. And the next time I looked, he had 40. Um, so, That's about right. Uh, the Texans beat the Patriots. The Texans ran a trick play that is being called extremely, uh, you know, uh, in, what is it, that, ingenuitive? Yeah, I think so. I think that's oh. what you're looking for. Something that. Something like that. However, the Bears ran the same exact thing last year. Um, <laughs> it was, essentially, it was a handoff to Duke Johnson, who then lateraled it to DeAndre Hopkins, who then ran and then lateraled it to Deshaun Watson for the touchdown. Um, it was a great uh, play. It was. It was good. Um, Got the touchdown. Apparently, Johnson, Watson, and Hopkins presented that to Coach Bill O'Brien on the plane on a piece of notebook paper. No surprise there. Bill O'Brien wouldn't be able to come up with that himself. Um, Yeah, so Tom Brady is extremely frustrated, been in the news all week. I can't get enough of it. I want to hear about how mad Tom Brady is all the time. Um, It's amazing. Um, what what do you what do you make of the Patriots and what do you make of the Texans? Does this mean anything? I mean, ah, uh, I mean, it just shows. I mean, the offense for the Patriots isn't really anything. It's no. nothing to be scared of if no. you're a defense. Um, I've heard news that. It, Apparently, Deion Sanders says that, you know, they're going to get him a wide receiver in the next week or two. I'm not sure what that means. Are they going to bring Antonio Brown back? No, I think they're going to go get Ocho Cinco. Oh, okay. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know what wide receiver they would bring in at this point that would help them. So, not sure where he's getting his sources, but I'd like to have him. Um, And then, I mean, it's always good to see... I mean, for the Texans, it's good for them to win against the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots have only, at that point, I believe, lost one game, two games. Yeah, they're ten and two right now. Yeah, so, I mean, it's good to put a loss on a good quotation marks team. I mean, I mean, ten and two. (laughs) I mean, they're good. I mean, that defense is great. Um. There seems to be a trend here with the Patriots. Yeah. Their two losses are to Lamar Jackson and to Sean Watson. Okay. So if they play if they play a mobile quarterback who knows what he's doing. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that offense is yeah. not powerful enough to overcome no matter what the defense can hold them to. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see. What, do we, what else do we have? They have a Dolphins trick play, so it's over in the Dolphins and Eagles game. Have you seen it? Yeah, the punter throws to the kicker, kind yep. of. Basically, what I have gathered from it is it's what the Colts tried to do a couple years yeah. ago. Because yeah, the formation looks right very up. similar, except they did it right. Yeah, except they did it correctly, and the punter threw a touchdown to the kicker, which is very interesting, because I don't know, what formation do you put your punter and kicker out there? Well, like, it's like the field goal unit. I know, but I wouldn't do that. I'd put some like anybody besides the punter. 
But he's in the field goal formation. I had to put somebody else in. Kick that <laughs> off. That tips them off. The way they lined up, it tipped them off. <laughs> yeah, but they, what did they, they, I don't, did they audible out of it? I don't think they did. I'm pretty sure they lined up like it. Yeah. If they audibled out of it, then I mean, I understand. But from what I've seen, which is just the short clip at snippet clips on Instagram, it's just them showing the play. So, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, either way. We don't Dolphins games up here, so. Either way, it looked good, and the Eagles are bad. Very bad. But does it matter? Because as we speak, the Bears are up 24-7 to on the 6-6 six and six of Cowboys. So the Cowboys are looking at 6-7 and seven right now. I think it does matter. Who else is in that division? Giants and Redskins. Oh, well, I have no clue then, dude. It doesn't nothing. matter. The Eagles, if they win this week, will be tied with the Cowboys. That's dumb. There, this, there, there will be a home game hosted by a team that probably has a losing record this year. That's and it will be either the Cowboys or the Eagles. And they will be hosting either the 49ers or the Seahawks. Or, a good team. Or, yeah, or the Vikings. And they're going to crap on them. And... That, yeah, that team is. Yeah. Whoever it is is going to come into their building and destroy them. Yes. Um, let's see. We have... Um, oh, Freddie Kitchens. So, Brown Steelers and the rematch uh, since the Miles Garrett thing. Freddie Kitchens shows up wearing a shirt that says Pittsburgh started it. I mean, he's not wrong. But, I mean... I think as a coach, you shouldn't wear it. Yeah. If one of your players wore it, like, okay. But as a coach, you're supposed to be, you know... You know what? You know who says stuff like that? Freddie Kitchens. (laughs) Yeah, but but like you know, like that saying, like three year olds. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. They started it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's true. He's not wrong. No. I mean, that he's not wrong. But just but as the coach of an NFL team, you that's probably worth billions be, of dollars. Yeah, you probably shouldn't wear that. Yeah. You know, just show up in a suit, dude. You know, yeah. it's not hard. And then Steelers win. And Steelers, so that ends the Browns' any hope they had of making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Steelers are looking at a wild card spot, potentially. Even though... What? what? I like that. You don't like that? Because no. Miami has their pick. I want them to do terrible. Well, the Steelers are looking at a playoff spot without Antonio Brown. This is all one one year ago. They had Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and Ben Roethlisberger and, and everything else. This year they lose. They've lost Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. They lose Big Ben. Then they lost Mason Rudolph. They're down on Duck Hodges, who granted is doing them far better than Mason Rudolph was. Yes. Um. Now, streaky I mean, with Juju. He's not always there. I don't think. I think he's got. Yeah. They. They. Juju has been injured. James Conner got injured. Um, that defense is good, though. Yeah, they, tra- they that trade for good and young. Patrick changed everything. Bro, I knew Minko was good. We just well, we all knew he was good. The Dolphins just don't know how to use him. And guess <laughs> what? Pittsburgh put him in his position, safety, let him stay at safety, and guess what? He has like six interceptions now. I don't know if that's an actual he fact. Is tied, I think he's tied for the lead. I think it's five. I was say, I, I don't know exactly how many, but I know and for a while there, he had like two a game, and he was playing great. Yeah. With, if you leave a guy in his position, you know, they should probably play great. You don't take uh, 
Julio Jones and make him a quarterback. You let him do his strengths. But if you have Tom Brady, you'll let Julian Edelman be your quarterback. Yeah, I think I would too. He played quarterback in high or in college, so. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Doug Hodges. Everyone keeps talking. His name's Devlin Hodges, but it's Doug Hodges. Doug. Um, he's he's a he's a national champion duck caller. Um, oh. and everyone just thinks they picked up this redneck kid. <laughs> Who's their four-string quarterback? No, in college he threw for fifteen thousand yards and a hundred and some touchdowns. Like he's not oh, some yeah. scrub. No. Um, None of the players in the NFL are really scrubs. They all have fairly well, decent stats. Curtis Painter. Well, well, well. I, so I said most. Okay. Just about all of them. <laughs> so um, some other news. So Odell Beckham Jr. Earlier today, it came out that he's being kind of vague on his future. I asked him if he wants to be a Brown next year. He said no one knows what the future holds, like tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so, not exactly a, yeah, I want to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most positive thing. Um, I find it, I find it hard to see him leave because him and Jarvis are such great friends and he's wanted to play with him but this has been a bad year for Odell I know but I think like part of that is his baker and some of its kitchens I mean I think we all knew kitchens wasn't the guy for the job no, we didn't all know that. Clearly, the Browns didn't know that. <laughs> Everyone else did. I'll give you that. A lot of most, most everybody thought about thought it, but so Obi isn't he signed to like another three years or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. I don't necessarily. I don't see him really going anywhere next year. Maybe after that. I don't know. But the Browns have just been so disappointing because they have the most talented roster in the league. Maybe. They're young too, so like, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's the what them and the Cowboys who also have been disappointing. Mm-hmm. Are probably the two best rosters in the league. Yeah. I just find it hard. I don't know where Odell would go. I mean, there's no New England. But if you're looking for stats, I wouldn't go to New England. I don't know if he's necessarily looking for stats. I think he's just looking to be more involved, and they need a receiver. That is true. And he's looking for someone who can get him the ball. And well, that's what I was just thinking. I was thinking about who will get him the ball. And so, tell you what, I will welcome him into Indianapolis in a heartbeat. Oh, I would too. I mean, I'd buy his jersey really quick. But I just, I'm trying to think of a QB. That would be great for him. That doesn't already have the number one wide receiver. Because like he'd be great at Atlanta, but they have Julio. So yeah, uh, San Francisco, Seattle. Um, Arizona. Um, Ooh, that could be fun. I think we give. I think. If you're the Browns, you, you talk to OBJ and be like, yo, like, I know this year is bad for you. You know, we had a down year. Uh, uh, Baker had the sophomore slump. You know, next year we'll give it a go. We'll go back. We'll see how it starts out. And if it goes really bad, you know, we'll give you a good home somewhere else. I think that's, I mean, I don't think he's going to, he'll start the season next year as a Brown. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there was a fan who, I don't know if you saw this, I sent it to you, crafted their back windshield. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mason Rudolph at the bottom and a Steelers helmet attached to the end so that when it's wiping, it is repeatedly hitting Mason Rudolph in the head with a steel, his own helmet. Um, ingenuity. Clever. The I, ho- I hope it rained a lot. 
Um, I heard someone today, you know, they're talking about, you know, Katalin be coach of the year for, you know, everything he's overcome. Um, and I heard someone say there's no possible way because he started Mason Rudolph for over half the season. That automatically uh, eliminates you. So I can see that as well. <laughs> there's an argument on both sides of that. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Terrell Pryor is in critical di- condition after being stabbed. Sounds like he might have deserved it, though. That's um, kind of what it sounds like. We don't know all the details. We probably never will know all the details because it was at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. So nobody's really awake at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Apparently he, he got an altercation with a female friend and... uh some things then, happened, and then, she stabbed him. And then she stabbed yeah, she stabbed him. Out of what is being reported, self-defense. Um, <laughs> so, the Cardinals, Josh Shaw, apparently bet on NFL games while he's been on IR. Uh, apparently, no games have been compromised, but he's suspended through the next season. Um, Makes sense. To me, I mean, we've banned Pete Rose in baseball for ever, as in life, and afterlife, probably, for betting on games. And granted, he played the games, but <laughs> I mean, I get it. And in the Saints and Falcons game, it's New Orleans clinched the division title. Um,. It's their third straight one. New Orleans had nine sacks, and Cam Jordan had four. He is currently second in the NFL in sacks. Nice. To a guy on Tampa Bay. It's it's because of the mustache. Yeah. Um, And Matt Ryan threw an interception, and then he went to tackle the guy. And he got pushed out. He got a stiff arm that... He got the Heisman. I mean... He got the Heisman stiff arm. I mean, you appreciate him trying, I guess, but... I mean, yeah. Businesses... Sometimes you got to make a business decision and just let him go. <laughs> um, so the MVP talks are coming down... It's really down between Lamar and Russell. I did hear someone say that they thought we might have co-MVPs this year. It's happened before. I mean, I don't think it'll happen. Unless... I mean, unless Lamar falls off a bus and breaks an ankle and then he can't play anymore. I think it's Lamar's trophy. It's his to lose. I think it's his based on the popularity contest, but their numbers are the exact same and their team's records are the exact same. <laughs> Everything is the exact sure. same, except Lamar's a lot more popular because he's new. Does, does he have more rushing yards or is it the same? It is. I forget how everything... Um, I'm sure, I feel like Russell would have more passing yards. Lamar would have more rushing. Yeah, so Lamar Jackson is 16 yards away from being a 1,000-yard rusher. Hot dang. Um, however, so that is 700 more yards rushing than Russell Wilson. <laughs> Holy cow. However, Russell Wilson has 650 
passing. more yards passing. That's what I figured. So, so total yards, they're about the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, their quarterback, the completion percentage, Wilson is less than a percent ahead. Um, the yards per attempt, Wilson is up by .3 yards. Touchdowns, uh, Lamar has 25 passing, Russell has 26 throwing, or, or, or yeah, tw- 25, they, 25 to 26, Russell mm-hmm. has the advantage there with passing. And then, uh, Lamar has four more rushing, so he has three more touchdowns total overall. Mm-hmm. Um, the interceptions, Russell has four, Lamar has five. Um, so <laughs> I think, I think their QBR is within a point too. Yeah. So it's, the, it's all very close. The bad thing the for Russell is we expect him to do this every year. We expect him to play at a high level. Lamar definitely has the better story. Yeah. Lamar has the better story. And I mean, he's a young quarterback who's doing something completely different with the rushing and how they, uh, defense are having to look at him so that's what he has going for him it's becoming this popular thing whereas russell again we just we expect him to play good and at a high level every year yeah so i mean yeah but if you take out the popularity contest i mean it's look at the number there have been co-mvps before It's close. it's close. Yeah, it is very close. Um, Ron Rivera got fired after the loss to the Redskins. He is the first to go. The first of probably quite a few. Carolina looked good to start the year. They did. Uh, I think the loss to the Redskins pushed it over. I mean, I understand that. <laughs> You can't really argue. Um, gonna move into the NBA. Da da da. Where James Harden takes the fewest shots, 24, to reach 60 points in NBA history. He sat in the fourth quarter. Uh, because they were up by so much. Uh, he was two points shy of his career high when he was benched, and they showed his reaction as the stadium showed how close he was to his career high as he sat on the bench. Um, <laughs> the There was a fan... Harden is in a lot of news here. So the, there was a fan. The microphones picked it up during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they... Played multiple games this week, but during a game, microphones picked it up. A fan yelled, "No one wants to see a free throw shooting contest." At James Harden, mm-hmm. and James Harden yelled back, "No one wants to see fouls." So, I mean, part of that is on. I mean, the fouls. I mean, Harden goes and gets them. I mean, that's how you play the game. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's how anybody's going to play the game. You run into a guy while you're trying to shoot to get the foul. So, I mean, part of that's on Harden. So, if you don't want to see fouls, don't run into guys. But I get what he says. Yeah. Now, I'm going to take a break from Harden real quick because this is a story that's taken over everything for days. Got it. Um, Go. I got three quick ones real quick. Dwight Howard hit his 7-3 of his career the other night. Beautiful. Loved it. It was... A very nice shot. It looked good. Blake Griffin steps. Oh, oh, this one's this one's big too. Blake Griffin steps over Giannis after fouling him and is confronted by Chris Middleton. What did you make of this? I have actually not seen it. I mean, I can guess how it looks because I mean I know how everybody reacts in the NBA. Um, I mean. We've seen players step over Giannis before. 
Uh, it happened, I think, last year. Um, then Giannis came back and just piled drive to dunk on top of him. So, granted, it's not Blake Griffin. So, <laughs> I, if I'm Chris Milton, I wouldn't want to mess with Blake Griffin. He's a big boy. I'll, I'd let Giannis, you know, that's, that's your <laughs> battle, man. You can battle him. I'm going to go stand over here. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how big Chris Milton is, but Blake Not Griffin. Not as big as Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is a man that is only muscle. <laughs> so, yeah. And the Lakers had a two-game back-to-back road trip to Denver and to Utah. Um, and, and AD played through the flu in the Denver game, had to have an IV at halftime, according wow. to Frank Vogel. Crazy. In a league where Kawhi Leonard sits every fourth game because he feels like it. I think AD probably should have, you know, high the flu should have sat. I'd have sat. Yeah. I'd have felt like... In a league no. where Kawhi Leonard... Sits every fourth game because he wants to. Hey, Kawhi's being smart. He's making the money for doing less. Stupid. Hey, he'll be in the league longer probably because of it, but good on him. No. Maybe. What? Why, uh... Why is Vince, Car- Vince Carter, he's taking a bunch of games off, right? I have no idea. Vince Carter is... Nope, he hasn't. The answer is no. LeBron, he's taking a bunch of games off, right? No. He takes an occasional game, which is good. You Not take every sports game. You know I'm what I mean. Defending him. <laughs> I'm, I, I agree. He shouldn't take this many games off. And they're I, losing when he doesn't play. Well, that's because he's so good. What is what are the Clippers gonna do when they end up being the fourth or the f- fifth seed and they have the hardest road to get to the finals? Win it? <laughs> no. Because Kawhi and Paul George will play. Yeah. I mean, I mean that I think that's how they're looking at it. I think they're like, whatever, wherever we go, we're gonna make it. Is what they're thinking. I mean, I'm not saying that's gonna happen because. When you get the those top five teams, it's going to be something like Lakers, Clippers, Houston, Denver, Utah. Mm-hmm. Are probably going to be the top five teams in the West. If you've got to play one of them on the road, mm-hmm. and then you have to play another one of them on the road, and then you have to play the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I get them being like all confident because you have two of the greatest players in the league, uh, but you'd like to win more so you don't have to face the best people. You'd like to make it as easy as you can on yourself. I mean, yeah. Good point. Um, so back to James Harden. So here's what happened. Oh, they're playing I, the Spurs. I forgot what this was, but yeah, no, I know. James Harden steals the ball, dunks it. The ball moves in a way where it goes in. You know, he dunked it. He went in. And somehow it hit something and it came back up. But on the outside, it didn't, like, go down and back up. It Mm -hmm. went down. The way it rode the net, I guess, is how it happened. That's about how I think it is, too. It went down into the net rode the net up back over the top bounced on the rim and out um but it went it went through and around it was so a bucket it was a bucket it was a bucket it was objectively factually a scored basket bucket. and the referees said it wasn't I'm not going to blame them at that point no, I mean, it looked like it did appear in real time to be a miss. Yeah, somehow. However, apparently Mike D'Antoni challenged it. Something new in the NBA. Coaches have a challenge. Apparently the 
Ref said he didn't call it in time. He has 30 seconds or something, and he didn't challenge in time. Now, do we know if he actually did or not? No, because there's no way to know when he submitted this. They don't have, like, a flag, like in the NFL. Yeah. Um, no one from any other – there wasn't anyone else, like, a New York, like the NFL has, watching the game – to mm-hmm. buzz in and say, hey, you got it wrong. So basically the game just went on with this missed bucket. Now, at the time, the Rockets were up 102-89 to with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. The game ended up going to double overtime, and the Rockets lost by a point. Um, James Harden was called for a charge at the end of regulation and at the end of double overtime, um, and they lost by a point. So now that basket that was a basket that was mm-hmm. ruled not a basket uh, is being talked about because two points is the difference in that game. The Rockets wanted to be awarded the win or the ability to pl- replay the remaining seven minutes. The league reportedly scoffed at that. And now the Rockets have filed an official protest about this game. I mean, if it's legit in the rules that you have to do it. The NBA also admitted the missed call, as all leagues do, the day after they say, oh, sorry, we got that wrong. Yeah. I mean, so if it is legit in the rule book and it's like you have to do it in a certain period of time, and if he didn't do it in that period of time, that's on him. That's on the coach at that point. And so – if it's in the rules and he did do it, because we don't know if he did. I was that. That's the thing is, if he did it in time, then you know they should have they should have reviewed it. Or yeah, but if he didn't here's do it in thirty thing. seconds, I mean, here's the other thing: does in a situation like that, does the coach need to challenge? Because you see the replay on the big screen in the arena. Yeah. Anyone who's watching this replay can see that it is a basket. Can we not just add two points at a at a break? The next time out, we go back, we look at it, add two points. That was a basket. That happened all the time in youth basketball. Yeah, I mean, they'd say, oh, or I mean, not even, you know, you go back, you call something a three, the game continues, they go back, they look at it, oh, it's what was on the line, we're taking a point away. Yeah. So I think this right here, this call, this play will be as bad as it is for the Rockets, and I think that they're overreacting by petitioning. Um, I think it's good because. The new challenging system obviously has flaws, so like they it need, is like, a growing pain. I was saying like they need a big like big sign, woo challenger, big sign that just says challenge across it. That's what they need, and they each get one, and when they use it, they burn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think the it, or at least make it so. Change it so that you have an official that's looking at the game from like yeah. the top of the box or something that can yeah. tell you. Similar to what I think the NFL should do. Just have someone else who's looking at the replays yeah. who can buzz down and say, hey, that was a missed call. Change it. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard. These are not. billions of dollar industries. You can afford to pay one, one more guy, guy one to more sit guy. at the top of the stadium as the games are happening and see what everybody else can see. And if it's a gosh darn obvious call, tell them it was wrong and change it. Yeah. So, and then we don't have – I'm getting – you know, the NBA is kind of getting the short end of the stick here because we're just all tired about the NFL officiating. The first thing yeah. the NBA does have a bad call, and we're going to rip these people to shreds because yeah. we're just tired of bad officials. Yeah. Um, like, it's a growing pain. Obviously, it's terrible for the Rockets, but also, you're the freaking Rockets. You have James Harden. You shouldn't have gone to double overtime. Yeah, you were up 13. You blew it. So 
that's on you. You blew that game. You deserve that loss. So go on. There's 70 other games to play still. You're fine. You'll be fine. You're making the playoffs. That's what really matters. The regular season doesn't matter unless you're not going to make it. I'm just, I'm tired about officiating. <laughs> like you and most everybody else are tired of bad officiating. There were very, that Colts game, they got screwed. True. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. We got screwed. Yes. Some of these refs need to check their voicemail. I think they missed a few calls. <laughs> mm. I'm just tired of it. There is a shirt. No free ads. Store.packmacfeeshow.com. You can go get a Christmas sweater. It's called the Grinch that stole football, and it's an Alberto River on, but he's green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That'd be great. Ooh. The Bears are now up 31 to 14. The Cowboys are they about to be 6 and 7. And I tell bad. you what, if this team fall, I mean, there's 13 minutes left, but if this team falls to 6 and 7, the. It's going to be uh, every, uh, all hell's going to break loose. <laughs> I think that I, Jason, I don't, I don't know how you could hire him. Jason Garrett's head on a stick. <laughs> I think we said this last year as well, but I don't see how you can't fire him after this game. I would fire him after this game, and you know what will probably happen, Bo? Well, They'll make the playoffs. Because we'll have a different coach who will probably lead them at least to a playoff win. <laughs> Maybe. Because this team is it's that good. It's I'm not, see, I'm not a fan unless it's just atrocious. Like, Freddie Kitchen should have been gone yesterday. But I, I'm not a fan of firing midseason. Because at this point in the year, you're 13 games in. Mm-hmm. No one is going to come in and make a difference in four in three games. I think you just do it because you're tired of him at this point. But I'm saying the Cowboys still have a chance to win the division. I think. I think. And you think Jason Garrett's going to help them? No, I'm saying. I'm saying he's in a position to win the. If like so, like Carolina is out of it. Save his job. You don't want that. I said he's in a position to save his job if they make the playoffs, basically. Not if, you no, did, I, I think the only way he saves his job is if they end up in the Super Bowl, and I don't see that happening. The no, the I'm uh, like Ron Rivera. I don't think he should have been fired mid-season, but the only reason he is is because Carolina is essentially out of it. True. So with the Cowboys still being in it. A major shift at this point in the season just doesn't make sense to me. Even though Stan, he need to be gone. <laughs> I understand. The um, so yeah, I, yeah. So that's NBA. That's NFL. Other NCAA. Washington coach resigns mid-season after six seasons. The defensive coordinator takes over. I mean, that was a big story. I don't know anything about it. I don't um, think about it either. It just sounds like a weird thing. He re- he re- he quit midseason. Um, yeah, I don't know. The uh, Auburn beat Alabama forty-eight to forty-five. Alabama missed the tie-in field goal. Alabama will not make the playoff now. Nope. So Alabama's out. Yeah, that's college Alabama's football. Alabama's out. Um, Ohio State's gonna be in. Um, did, did they announce who's in? No, but Ohio State will be in. Oh, I know. Um, I, I Clemson will probably be, be in as long as they don't lose. LSU, uh, LSU will be in, and uh, Georgia, Utah, Oklahoma. Georgia, 
Baylor. So, so you got the first three that are 12 and 0. Then you got Georgia, Utah, Oklahoma, Baylor, who are all 11 and 1. Okay. So, one of those four. Alabama missed it. There. Yes, Alabama is 12 overall now. They dropped seven spots because of that loss. That's fun. And, uh, oh, Carmelo Anthony got a guaranteed contract now. I Good job, Carmelo. I think that's going to be it for this episode. Kind of a little shorter one. But what about our favorite segment, Bo? I, I tease, I tease it. Okay, I just gotta make sure. Gotta keep our boy happy. That's it for the sports talk. Now we go to our favorite segment. And when I say favorite segment, this man put in work this week. <laughs> I want to tell you something. We haven't gotten an email since Peter Mercer sent yeah. at the very beginning of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. We get a tweet from Mike every week. No one else talks to us. Um, and I know, I can see, we have more than two listeners. Um, <laughs> but I know we have more than two listeners, so, you know, people, you can email and tweet and stuff. I'll, I'll do it, I'll do this beforehand while Casey looks it up. We got Facebook at Sports Shenanigans HM, we got Twitter at Sports Shenanigans, we got email at HMS Shenanigans at gmail.com and uh you can rate review subscribe to the podcast uh apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere you get your podcasts um tell your friends because honestly if you're already listening to this you don't need to know any of that except maybe the social media um i mean you can also email us and stuff but you don't need to know how to rate review and subscribe because you probably already done did it tell your friends and tell them, to rate, and tell them to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell them to follow on social media, and then we uh, we get this community going, baby. We get we get this we get we get this nice little circle of friends here. And hey, maybe you're not relied on so much for work and communicating with us because instead of ten people, we got ten thousand. Oh. So that's all I'm saying. Tweets with Mike. This man. Put in work this week. Casey, give us the fruits of his labor. There's always, there's so much. I know. Just oh, start beginning and go through. Alrighty. So, our man Mike tweets. Hey, sports shenanigans. That's our Twitter. Make sure you follow that. Uh, lots of stuff to get to. So, Probably be multiple tweets, LOL. It is LOL, very long. Um, it is, I don't know how many tweets long, but it's I think it was, like a, it was like 11. Uh, the Daytona 500 actually isn't our championship. The season ends in November, parentheses. It ended a few weeks ago, in parentheses. So that was the, su- their Super Bowl was whatever they just did. Yeah, whatever they did. The 500 is one of our most popular what? races. Wait a minute. So this is where – okay. So wait. This is – so this is why he's answering that question though is because we said that was their Super Bowl. He said that wasn't their Super Bowl to which he then said that that was their Super Bowl. Which is it, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> we said that's We're the just end of the season. We said that's the end of the season. That's the Super Bowl. Mike says, no, that's not. Super Bowl, that's the Daytona 500. And then he says, no, the Daytona 500 is not the championship. That's at the end of the season in November, which just happened. That's what we said, and you said we were wrong, which is why we went with what you said, and now you're saying what you said was wrong and that we were right. <laughs> He's just trying to get us to keep talking about him. We know. Mike, we're going to talk about you no matter what, man. Don't worry. You don't have to mess with us like that. Just tell us the real answer. Uh, continue on. The 500 is one of the most popular races. Lots of celebrities go and watch. What kinds of celebrities? Yeah. That's give me a question big, Mike. There's, I want more me, tweets. Give me a big name one, man. Uh, next one. Next tweet. Uh, it's what starts our season off, basically. In May, you have the Indy 500. So there's your big event for then. IndyCar's champion is crowned in October slash November as well. 
do they crown them in different months or why is it October and November? Maybe some year, maybe it's like, maybe it's like Easter. <laughs> okay. Like, like some years it's in March, some years it's in April. Okay. Uh, just a few weeks ahead of NASCAR. But the 500 is the biggest race for them. I would agree. I know what that one's called, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we tried to list off some more NASCAR drivers. Uh, apparently I succeeded. Uh, hey. Austin Dillon is a current NASCAR driver. Uh, I think he drives the number three car, uh, which I don't like because that's Dale Earnhardt's car. But I could be wrong. He may have changed cars. I don't know. Uh, he's not. A, Mike is not a fan of him for a few reasons. I don't know those reasons, Mike. You could, Mike, you got eleven tweets. You can elaborate a bit. Good, could have elaborated. <laughs> <laughs> and then Casey Kane was the other driver that we were. We were apparently we were searching. I knew that we were close. Don't know yeah. how close we were. Now on to the video games, Bo. This is where Bo went on a very big NASCAR video game spanned in the last episode if you haven't heard it go listen to it because i don't think we can repeat it uh he thinks he knows which one you're talking it about. wasn't bad it's just we don't remember what we said that's, exactly. that's what we, we could we, repeat it if we wanted to it wasn't inappropriate <laughs> he is pretty sure he played it as a kid too which i mean what kid didn't play a nascar game it's racing uh, this was Mario Kart NASCAR. This wasn't like your NASCAR game. That is true. Uh, that one, that one's kind of hard to figure out how correct the ratings are because of the way it was organized and the fact that it wasn't a NASCAR game that utilized full seasons. However, its ratings were somewhat correct. It's hard to determine ratings because of how the seasons fell for the most for most of the 2000s, 2010s. I feel like there are a lot of good drivers, but because of different reasons, they didn't have the opportunities to show it. Johnson was really dominant from 2005 to 2013-ish, maybe some more. There's a plus sign. I don't know how far plus sign goes for that. Uh, so games are going... Games are going to make him more dominant, a more dominant player because of that. Well, if you win, you deserve to be the more dominant player in the game. Yeah, this is why DeAndre Hopkins is a 99 overall in Madden. That's this is why Aaron Donald is a 99 overall in Madden. Because you get to be 99s because they're dominant. Exactly. Same same goes for Jeff Gordon. He was dominant, made him good. He had a long and successful career, so they are going to let that play in role. That's, that adds to the ratings for having a long career. That mm. usually hurts you in most games. If you have a long career, you usually go down unless you're LeBron. Yeah. Tony Stewart may not always have been the fastest, but he seemed to know how to get the good speed out of it. <laughs> he, he just talked to his car. He said, yeah, you you can get it. You can do it. <laughs> Which shows when they give, them, give him better boosts and stuff. Apparently... He got boosts in this game? I don't know. Maybe his boosts lasted just, you know, his boosts did more than... So that, that makes yeah, sense. There are boosts for everybody, but some cars had better boosts than some. Interesting. Carl Edwards was more of a driver than I think some people give him credit for. Was it, What kind of driver? Did he drive stick? Did he drive automatic? Did he drove he dr- Aflac. Aflac? Ah, ooh, Nice. Way to show some NASCAR knowledge there, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, this tweet just keeps going. <laughs> he was fairly successful despite never winning a championship. Dale Jr. was kind of spotty when it came to success. I don't think he was spotty. He drove the Mountain Dew car, which means <laughs> he chose right. Um, he somewhat agrees with the ratings that the game gave the drivers. If you want to see more of an accurate rating, I guess looking at a game that utilizes all of the drivers and actual NASCAR tracks, they were accurate for the most part. Some of the ratings were based off of assumptions, which placed some drivers higher than they probably should have been. You know, that's going to happen with most games. <laughs> uh, now, while teammates are important in NASCAR, like in other sports, they don't play as big of a role. Okay, didn't know there was teammates. Was there teammates? Well, there's teammates in the game. 
So uh-huh. like Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson, if you were if you stayed close to each other, you had these like lightning bolts that connected you, and you got and you built up boost through that. Ah, interesting. And if you like, st- and if you stayed behind someone, you like got you revved up yep. boost because you were like uh, uh, drafting. Yeah, that's that's called drafting. Um, that's what I said. Yeah, you were correct. Good job. Way to get that. Uh, <laughs> you want your driver to work well with the others in the organization, but you don't often see drivers let go because of issues with teammates. He doesn't know that for sure, though, so that could be a possibility. Even if there are issues between teammates, drivers will typically wait it out to move teams and sometimes won't move if they have good success. Johnson and Gordon actually had some issues in the later part of Gordon's career, but resolved it before it caused too much trouble. He thinks that was everything. If not, he'll add another one. He has not added one in three days, so I'm going to assume that was everything. <laughs> and, Bo, he digs the new song for this segment. Um... So you failed him and didn't do the song. Well, I forget how it goes. <laughs> it's like tweet 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 with my tweet 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 with my tweet 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 with my tweet 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 Sorry, Mike. I don't do music. I don't know what that sign is. Well, I know it's. I, I know it's a music sign, but I don't let know. Let me see it. Sign. Oh, it just came across Zion Williamson will not play back to backs. Okay. They're being a little uh, too cautious with him, I would say. Yeah, that is a treble clef on a staff. Nice. I don't know why. I didn't he pay attention that. in music. I think that's for the song. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do music. Well, I worked hard on that song, Mike, so I'm glad you appreciate it. Yeah. And we and you heard our questions as we read through your tweets, so we will expect more by the next episode. Yeah. Also, Mike, we're digging the beard. Looks good. Not Amish at all. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to Bo. It looks good. Now, here's the real question, Mike. Does your mom want you to cut your hair? Just give us that little, just let us know. Cause that's pretty. That's pretty. It's good looking hair. No, just cut the front, Mike. Just cut the front. Go mullet. Just go straight mullet. Wait, what? Have you not seen Mike's hair? I thought I had, but the way you're describing it makes me feel like I haven't. (laughs) Mike's got some hair. He's got locks. Well, I can't find a picture, Mike. You should post a picture of your pretty face. More specifically, your hair. Yeah, more specifically, just your hair, so we can see it. It's pretty good looking. You must, be, you must be fending ladies off left and right. And if if you are, um, try and hit them in my direction. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, though. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry about Casey. Yeah, I'm good. Just send him Bo's way. You know, tell him he's got a podcast. Tell him he's got two tell podcasts. He's got two. He's got, tell two. Him he's got two. Tell, tell him uh, that you're so sorry, but you're more attractive and uh, smarter and a more funny friend. And I'm not saying any of this is an insult to Mike. I'm just saying try and upsell me. Because <laughs> I need the upsell. <laughs> oh, my. You could say this guy that's slightly less attractive than me might be interested, but that's not going to get as good of results. <laughs> 
So, to wrap up this show, now that I see there are 20 seconds left in the game, the Bears officially beat the Cowboys. And the Cowboys will be 6-7. and seven, and, and we will see if what was reported a week ago will be true and that Jason Garrett will finish the season as the Cowboys coach. Yeah. One other piece before we go. Mike Greenberg hosts a show on ESPN called Get Up. And he has guests on there, and Adam Schefter was a guest. And they played a clip of Baker Mayfield saying that Mom didn't raise no wuss, so he would be playing. And some of the guests on the show started talking about, what does he mean, Mom didn't raise no wuss? And Adam Schefter replied, it means that his mom is different than Greeny's mom. Are you even allowed, Adam Schefter, to roast the host of a show that hard on his (laughs) own show? Goodness gracious. Oh, my. So, that's going to do it for this episode of Sports Shenanigans. Listen to the next episode next week to get a recap on week 14 and start looking forward into week 15 as the playoff picture in the NFL firms up a bit. Firms up a bit? Yeah, that's what it's going to do. I like the wording. And in case we don't see you till then, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.